Hey guys, Coach Christy here, coming to you with some thoughts about horsemanship and how that affects my humanity. Um, I am listening to a really great book right now called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Bleep. <laughs> the, the bleep uh, is for a word that starts with F. And um, I'm really, really enjoying it. Of course, if you're the kind of person that that word is a trigger or grabs you in some emotional way, you probably won't enjoy the book much because the author, Mark Manson, uses it a lot. But <laughs> I grew up in a household where that word was used a lot and uh, it doesn't grab me the way it does some folks. So uh, I'm really enjoying this book for a lot of reasons, but primarily because I have a history in which I ha have developed a coping mechanism that causes me on a regular basis to be a people pleaser. And oftentimes when we do that, we're not being authentic to ourselves and our own needs. We're probably suppressing emotion and seeking validation through someone else's opinion of us. All of those things put you in a position to be victimized no matter what you do. Your, your happiness, your emotional state, your ability to be a great horseman is reliant upon what others think of you. So it's been a really great book. I'm actually uh, listening to it for the second time. It takes me two or three listens before the strategies really get solid in my brain. But um, one of the things that I think in our horsemanship journey that we get really focused on is a thought that getting to a certain place, right, achieving a certain level of horsemanship, achieving a certain task or a certain uh, pattern or, um, you know, some kind of status within the industry that we're in, whether that's, you know, a blue ribbon or um, a level of money earning or, you know, what have you, that achieving that, those things will make us happy, right? That we'll somehow reach some beautiful state of nirvana and everything will be all hunky-dory. In, in Pirelli Natural Horsemanship, that destination for a lot of folks is level four, right? We have four levels and four savvies. There's a list of tasks for you to learn how to develop with your horse. And a lot of folks travel down that pathway to level four thinking that once you get to level four, you won't have any horsemanship problems anymore. And listen, guys, I'm here to tell you, as someone who achieved that goal um, nearly nine years ago, that's exciting, um, that it doesn't create any sense of nirvana. <laughs> All it does is upgrade your horsemanship problems. And through that process, you learn how to Get excited by the problems that your horses are presenting you with rather than getting discouraged or frustrated. I often ask folks who ride with me or seek out my coaching for horsemanship, um, you know, what do you think is going to happen when you achieve that thing? What do you think it's going to be like when you achieve a certain level or when you're able to do a certain task or you can take that trail ride or, you know, whatever it is? And a lot of folks don't know. They're, they're, they're not able to articulate why they want to achieve that thing so badly. And listen, I think that goals are great. You should have goals. And in order to achieve any goal, whether it's horsemanship or anything else, that goal has to be important to you. Because if it isn't, when things get hard, and no matter what, things get hard, when things get hard, you'll just give up. You'll tr turn your focus to something else, right? So 
um, horsemanship is not something that is acquired in a passive way. You can't just gently decide one day, oh, I think I'd like to become a great horseman. <laughs> and then, you know, all of a sudden, easy peasy, no problem. Ta-da, today I'm excellent with horses and all horses love me and I can do whatever I want with horses. <laughs> so um, it's only through the struggle that you achieve any level of competency or um, fulfillment in your horsemanship journey. So oftentimes in our horsemanship or, or lots of other areas of life, as we travel down this struggle path, we're looking for a place where the struggle no longer exists. And it has been my experience, both in my horsemanship and in my life, that there is no such place, that everybody has horsemanship problems. Who Anyone who's studying horsemanship has horsemanship problems. It's just... Some people's problems are better than others. I um, got to ride with Linda Pirelli last summer, and she was riding one of her super horses, Highland, and she ran into a problem. He was spooking at something in her arena, and she tried several different strategies, and when she came upon the strategy that worked, it got worse before it got better. But the difference between Linda and some of us when that happens is... She gets fascinated rather than frustrated. That doesn't mean there wasn't a problem. The horse still had a behavioral issue, and he's huge. Highland is like 17-plus hands, a really athletic horse. And when he hit a wall around that spooking issue, it was dramatic. I would have peed my pants. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Linda held her ground and tried something with a level of confidence that says, I think this is the right thing to do, and I'm going to give it a good solid try, but I'm ready to switch strategies if that's what you need. There was never any moment when afterwards. She was super excited about it when she was telling the those of us who were there riding with her, like, here's what happened, and here's what I did, and here's why I did what I w did, that sort of thing. She had a smile on her face. I would have been, you know, probably pale-faced and would have needed to get down for a few minutes to let my adrenaline um, out of my system before I could have even talked to anybody, let alone have something positive to say about it. So, um, it, you know, even, you know, great horsemen like Pat and, and Linda and, you know, anybody else that you admire their horsemanship, understand that unless someone stops growing or stops trying something new or to learn something new or to do better than what they've already done, they have problems. They just don't always categorize it as something negative, right? In order for us to advance our horsemanship and be able to become great with horses and experience greatness with horses, we have to embrace those moments where maybe you're not sure what to do, but you're excited to try or you know, um, recently I've talked a lot to my students that are in my sidekick training program about how important it is to embrace the messy parts. It's not going to be pretty if you're just getting started. And we're all just getting started on something <laughs> with our horses or, you know, whatever it is. And you have to trudge through those messy parts in, in order to get to anything fulfilling or beautiful. And the attitude that you hold through those messy parts is what's going to determine your level of success. And here's the kicker, though, guys. I don't mean 
that you have to always be the cheerleader and you know the positive affirmation person or you know that everything is you know tra la la and tweedly dee <laughs> it it's not about pretending something's good when it isn't it's about knowing that you're going to achieve something great by trudging through those messy bits by hunkering down when things get hard by acknowledging that you've hit a rough spot and having that be a time for you to get doubly determined rather than give up or pretend that it's not hard. It's not at all about pretending that it's not hard, guys. When we do that, you're suppressing emotions and that is a recipe for disaster. I'm not at all telling you to pretend something's good when it isn't. I'm telling you to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, hunker down, and figure it out. And when you get stuck, what do you do, my sidekicks? I can hear you all out there. Ask for help, right? Uh, be willing to, to know when you've hit a wall, know when you've run out of arrows, and ask somebody that you trust and believe in to for advice. Or, you know, go searching for advice. In the Pirelli program, you can go to the Savvy Club website and search your problem. And if you have trouble doing that, let me know and I'll help you. All right, guys. So I know the struggle is real. I keep thinking to myself, why do I keep, you know, taking on new horses when I just start to get to a good place with the horses I have? And I think on a subconscious level, my brain continues to seek growth. To, to, it continues to look for the edges of what is possible for me. And in order for me to continue to grow, I have to keep challenging myself. And if I find a challenge and that causes me to want to give up or change direction, then I'll never achieve a new level of greatness or a new level of understanding or fulfillment in my horsemanship. I have to embrace those parts where I don't know what to do. I have a horse, my new horse now, Vita. Her name is Dolce Vita. Her registered name is Dolce Vita. She's a 10-year-old um, Dutch warm blood, which is a type of horse that's way outside of anything I would have ever expected to, to have as a partner. And our challenge right now is just to get her to realize that life here at Savvy Dreams is not difficult. <laughs> she has um, a pretty strong idea that around any corner, something's going to make life hard for her. And um, every day I'm thinking and researching, what could I do to help her realize like this is an easy place to live? You've hit the jackpot here. Like, yeah, you're not going to be super pampered in in the way that a lot of folks might consider pampering their horses. Like, the, you know, she's going to live outside and live in a herd, and but she's going to have constant access to forage. And in the summertime, there will be grazing. And when we play, it will be for the sake of us both understanding each other, not for me to achieve some, you know, status amongst a group of people and or anything like that. Like my self worth is not wrapped up in her performance. Um, so my hope is that little by little over time, she will come to a place where she can understand that, um, it's okay to relax here. You don't have to always be ready for, you know, uh, to defend yourself and she's getting better each day. So there you have it guys, just a little pep talk on embracing the struggle. 
I know how difficult that is. I want you to understand that I was not the kind of Pirelli student that enjoyed hearing people tell me that you need to relax and enjoy the journey. I hated that, okay? But being on the other side of levels four, I want you to know that when you achieve that, and you will, if you keep chipping away at it and looking for 1% improvement with every session with your horse and doing what you can on a daily basis, whether that's you know actually doing something with your horse or you're studying your savvy club material or you're studying some you know personal growth material, whatever that is, if you keep chipping away at it little by little, you will eventually achieve that goal. And what I want you to know is that it's exciting. For, for me, it was really fulfilling and exciting for about 24 hours. And then after that, the high of that achievement wore off and my brain immediately got bummed out and dissatisfied with how it felt to achieve that goal. So what is been, what has been even more important for me is to learn to get excited about the struggle. I'm not going to pretend that it's easy or, um, you know, play, you know, paste a, a fake smile on my face when I'm struggling. I'm going to embrace the struggle, right? I'm going to hunker down and uh, learn how to love the messy parts, learn how to not worry so much about what people are thinking, and just enjoy the process. Because at this point in my horsemanship, that's all I got. That's all I have is the process. And comparing myself to anyone else is a waste of time. All I can do is compare my results today with what I was achieving yesterday and work towards 1% at a time. All right, guys, I hope that wherever you are in the world, you're having a fantastic day. And if you're enjoying these podcasts, I sure would consider it a personal favor if you shared them with as many people as possible. Help me to grow my audience and share my message with more and more folks out there. Um, I sure would appreciate that. And if you ever have any horsemanship questions, please feel free to reach out to me anytime you want. DM me on Instagram, message me on Facebook, or send me an email at SavvyDreaming at gmail.com. I'd be happy to help. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thanks guys. Bye.